So I want. Uh, I w <laughs> Good morning. Um, this is Parshas Masse, the journeyings of the children of Israel, and there are apparently, if you count them, 42 stations between the land of Egypt and the Promised Land. These 42 stations are actually listed in the end of uh, uh, Sefer. This is the last um, Parsha in numbers in Bamidbar. And um, for some biblical scholars, it closes off the Bible. They consider Deuteronomy a separate Deuteronomy. It's a separate second nomos, a second law. Um, so, um, does that opinion hold? There are actually only four books, or do they say there's another? Right, they, another, do they, or they call it, it the Hextatuke. That means they lump Deuteronomy and Joshua together. But it's not our purpose here to go into Bible criticism. No, okay. <laughs> but, um, but the fact is that the beginning of the Bible starts with lists and genealogies, and the okay. end of Numbers ends with lists and genealogies. Okay. That's what I wanted to point out. Okay. So, what is the 40? Why do we have to know? about the 42 stops on the way, the stations along the way. What is that relevance to us? And that's what the Nesiva Shalom plums using, uh, using um, Kabbalistic uh, triggers, because 42 is the shame mem base. It's one of the names of God, numerically, if you take the Yudke Vovke and fill it with Alice. And uh, in the Zohar, mem base actually is a... Um, uh, is the is the name of the divine incarnated in man. So he's going to make use of those tr uh, Kabbalistic tropes in learning um, what we need to be doing um, in our spiritual worship. And what do those 42 stations mean? So we're doing Pasha's Masse in the Nesiva Sholem, page Kuf Ein Hei. These are the journeys of Bnei Israel, who came out of Egypt. What does that mean? Sivos is a host. Um, so we have to understand that. All right. So, Vayichtav Moshe. And then it says, Moses wrote down, Their comings and goings according to their journeys. Al Hashem through the mouth of God. And all the Mepharshim say, why the switcheroo? First it says, and then it says, okay. we have to understand the whole underlying thread of this pericope. As the Aptorov says in his famous book, Ohev Yisrael, so if the Torah is eternal, so what do we need this parsha, which is just a bunch of lists? It only has relevance to that generation. So what are you telling me, Abtarov, that this is eternal? It's a history book. It's a bunch of uh, stations along the way in, of oases in the desert. So what do I need that for? And what do I even have to know the names of? So tell me there were 42 places. Do I have to know the names? I'm thinking of the English patient and the undulating deserts in the English patient and you can't see a thing and they find a cave here with prehistoric people diving into pools and I'm just thinking of the undulating landscape of memory and desert, right?
What happened, happened. What does it say? What do I have to... Okay, they came out. And they came out... What's according to their hosts? It's redundant. God took you out of Egypt. What do you mean through the agency of Moshe and Aaron? It's God who directed them, not Moshe, Moses and Aaron. That's the famous switcheroo that all the Mepharshim talk about. Why does it first say going out according to their journeys and then their journeys according to their goings? Wow, what a claim. The Svarma Kedoshim say that this Pasha, which just contains a bunch of lists of stations, is one of the greatest parshas of the Torah. That has buried in it. It's not overt. It's not obvious. Just a bunch of lists. I'm thinking of the British Underground, one station after the other. British Underground, the tube it's called, right? And you go, I used to go on the Northern Line from the London Hospital back home to Finchley. And I would be looking at those stations getting closer and closer, right? But this has buried in it each of those names, exalted matters of spirituality that are relegated to that generation and the generations to come on. As it says in the great Daigle Machne Ephraim, the Sivashon loves the Daigle, and I love it when he loves it because I love it. So now he's quoting the Nesiva Shalom in the 20th century, the Degel Machne Ephraim, who is the grandson of the Baal Shem So we're going straight up to the revolutionary, right? This is the top of the revolutionary chart. We're going back to the Baal Shem HaKadosh. That all those 42 journeys, Eitzel Kol Odom, occur in mm. every man's life. Uh-huh. Every man's life has 42 stations. The cross. That springs to mind. I didn't re-say it. <laughs> I thought you probably were thinking that. Eitzel Kol Odom, Miyom Hulado Adshebo Olomo. From the day he is born, until the day he leaves this world, there are 42 stations. From the day he's born and comes out of his mother's womb, which is a very traumatic event, right? He's coming out of a place of Yetzias Mitzrayim, which is Ervas Oretz, which is Tuma. She becomes Tomei because of his. Till he comes to the promised land, the holy land of Kedusha, which is the next world. And then he adds, the Heiliger Degel Machen Ephraim adds, and for sure, the reason we're given the names and the reason we're given these 42 stops on the way is to show the Yis- Ish Yisraeli, uh, the Yehudi, how 
Leda to know the path which he has to go along his lives, to go from masa to masa, meaning from one trauma to the next or one station to the next. 42 stations, 42 stops on the way in our lives. So what we've done is we've taken a historical geographical landscape of desert, stopping oasis, stopping oasis, and we've converted that not only into a an existential journey along the path of time of my life, but something that is applicable to our spiritual path every single generation. Is he saying 42 traumas or 42 because it could ah, be a wonderful so, thing? Or, okay, so, what is he so apparently if you look and list them, right, uh, Rashi and the Mephoshim say not all of them were bad. Moshele Mordovador to a king who had a son who got sick and he had to go to the hospital and on the way back he stops at this place and this place and this and he says to his son, here you got sick, here you had a fever, here your leg broke out in a rash, here you did this, right? Now, you might think that uh, that that's, shows his love for him, but Rashi doesn't end the, the Medrash. The Medrash says, Kach, the Nimshal is, Moshe, you tell them all the stations along the way, they angered me. So the Mavoshim and, the, and, and there's a Sicha from the Baba Cherebi says, you didn't anger him on every one of the 42, maybe six. You can count them in the, maybe 10 uh, that are recounted. The others, they're having good times. God's happy with them, right? So it's not all for bad. Okay. So in our lives, not all stations, but they are milestones in our life, starting okay. with the birth milestone, which is for sure okay. traumatic. Milestones. Milestones. Okay. That means that the archetype of the 42 stations along the way is an eternal archetype that occurs to every person. Meaning every person has to go through those masos. Look how he brings it down to the individual, right? A 20th century Rebbe thinks about the individual psyche, what an individual, right? That it applies to every generation and every individual. That goes through his life, these 42 stations. So our lives in our, the stations that we pass, the milestones, parallels what Klal Yisrael did in the Midbar. Who leave Eretz Yisrael Mitzrayim, which is the place of Tumah. That Kabbalistically is called the birth of the nation. That Am Yisrael in Mitzrayim is like a fetus fertilizing and getting stronger in the rechem of the emo. Remember, we had that wonderful metaphor. Why do I have to wait seven weeks to, to get Harsinai? Let's get it right away. Hmm. Coming out of Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim, person's tumor. You come out of Mitzrayim, okay, you're out of the tumor, like a woman who is neater. But that doesn't make her re ready for her husband. She has to wait. Shiva Nakiyim. So you too, Claudius, will have to wait Shiva Nakiyim till I'm ready for you for the wedding night at Har Sinai. The same metaphor of leaving um, Mitzrayim with that metaphor of birthing and Tumah. Till they get to the Holy Land, which is the source, as we learned yesterday in the Moorinaim. That Eretz Yisrael and Yerushalayim, the Sha'ar Yerushalayim. No, we learned it in 
Torah, uh, is the, the gateway of Kedusha. It is the source of Kedusha. So we've come from the source of Tumah to the source of Kedusha. Kach, so too, on the individual level, kol yochid oive b'yimei chayov, every person has to over, pass through, suffer, right, get through it, over, handle way, it. The only way out is through. Through it. Bimechai of Membeis Masos, Lefi Erchovadarka, according to his own genetic spiritual makeup and his pathway that he's been given. And that's why all the journeys are listed. The listing isn't just one of these ancient Near Eastern lists that we see in Hammurabi and the Nag Hammadi code and in the Bible, right? That's what the comparative scholars say. It's another list. No, 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 no. If Torah is a spiritual roadmap, it has to apply to us. Therefore, there's a meaning behind everything that looks inconsequential. <laughs> so they are a spiritual roadmap to teach every generation and every individual. Shel milvad, now this is the Hasidus, fasten your Hasidic belts. Shel milvad tariag mitzvos. Besides the, the obsessive halachic robot that we've been made, forced to become. The sharhad devorim she Yehudi mechuyiv lakayim. And besides all the other stuff that we have to keep and fulfill to fulfill the halachic requirements. Harehu oive bechayov membeis masors. In addition to that, he actually has to live his life. Crazy. Besides all that ritual stuff, you've got to live your life. What does that mean? Because that is the time that you have been allotted to grow from the moment you're born till the time you go to the next world. And everything we're talking about is eternal meaning for me. These are archetypal things that apply across generations and across individuals. They are archetypes, spiritual archetypes. Shekulam Durachim Yehudi. They are all pathways for the Yid. Eich Yagiya B'masos of Alei Admas L'Tseis Mikor Tumah So it's a spiritual roadmap how to get from a place of Tumah to a place of Kedusha, from impurity to sanctity. That is what he is claiming. And so then he quotes the Sifri, Sifri Amakubolim. And now he says, now we're going deeper. Why 42? Mm-hmm. That the membase masors keneged shame membase shall honor bekoyach. Now we have this, these, uh, these uh, four psukim that we say before Lechododi and we say uh, by Shalashudas, right? On the Kudulas Yemincha, Tate Tsuruv. And they have 42, um, uh, 42 words, which Sheyesh Bozain Shitus Bechol Shito Sheish Teva. So they have seven lines of words, and every, six, every one of them has six letters. On top of them. So if you look in the Siddur, on top of the Onopakoyach, you see a Kabbalistic reference to letters, and they add up to 42. The Haim Keneged, the seven lines are the Sheva Midos, right? Chesed, Gvuru, Teferetz, Netzachod, Yesod, Malchus. Those are the men, the emotionalities and the physicalities, not above the mentalities, but the seven lower meters that we have to refine. Chagat nahi mem. Chesek vurt fertz netzachod yusod malchus. Biklololos obrotius. So the onobachoach 
is a Kabbalistic prayer that refer to the tikkun, the fixing of those seven meters. And so in the Sfarim of the Mekubalim, they work out how the seven times six for the honor Bekoach meets the seven times six, 42 journeys along the way. So the 42 journeys not only represent what you have to go through at the psychological level in your lives, but at the tikkun level, at the soul level, you are actually refining Chesed, Gevura, Teferis, Netzachod, Yisod, Malchus, as you are going along that way. You are simultaneously doing the tikkun for your neshama that was reincarnated in this cycle. Hmm. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> right. 42 is the answer, isn't it? Yeah. What's the, what's the, what, what is the meaning of life and everything? Okay, and then the Zoya HaKodesh in Chelek 2183b uh, brings the following question. Madua Hinega Kodoshporchis Yisrael Bamidbar Godova Nora Nachash Sarah for Akravat Simon. Why would you have to? Okay, I have to go through this thing, but why'd you have to take me through the bloody desert? A place of fearfulness, serpents, scorpions. Right? And thirst. Shehu It is the worst place in the world. Okay, you want to take me from a place of Tuma to a place of Kedusha? All right, take me through Highway 60. Let's go through where there are motels and oases. But you have to take me through this worst place of Midbar that is so dangerous. That particular Sinai desert is worse than all the other deserts, and it is the source of the Sitra Achra, the demonic. Why do you have to take me through the demonic in order to get to the sacred holy place of the promised land? That's the question of the Zoya. That is the three Klippas Timaeus, the three that Tanya talks about, these three Klippas Timaeus, these shells of the demonic. So he learns out there in the Zoya that this was the time that Amisra was taken out of Egypt. And the 600,000 uh, strong that represented the Shekhinah, and they were on a very high level. And God takes us out of there at this very high Madrega, now passes us through the demonic realm of the Midbar. Because they're on such a high level after having experienced the beginner of Atiko Kadisha when they're coming out of Midbar. At that level that we were gifted such an elevated revelation of the divine face, that was the most important time for us to do his battle down here. That is, to fight the sum in the Midbar, the Sitra Achra. That was a Sgula to do it. The And had they passed the test... 
and have gone through the midbar and fighted the sum and the sitra akhra successfully, then the final tikkun, according to the Zoya, would have finally occurred. What's the sum? The sum of men, the sum of the sitra akhra, the demonic. We forblanched as well. We didn't successful in each station along the way. We were not un, we were not able along that way to continue to fight each battle successfully. We angered God in a number of those stations. And because of that, they were, we were only able to weaken the demonic. We weren't able to vanquish the demonic. So only that will happen in the future. So what we are actually doing in a mythical, cyclical way is recurring every one of us through every one of our lives through that tikkun that would have occurred and been fulfilled in that desert. We are going through our own deserts with our own sitra achras, with our own sums, with our own demonic powers that we have been placed in this recycled life to fight uh, to get to the final tikkun. relate to each of those stations? Wait. So now he's telling us something very dark. That in every one of those oases, was a place where the Mishkan of the Koach of the Klipa was. So it's not just 42 stations, here I went to Six Flags and here I went to Disneyland. No, no, no. This is where I met my fear. This is where I met my addiction. This is where I met... The woman I shouldn't have gone out with. So that our function of going through the 42 journals is an archetypal pathway, the, the path of the hero. You read that? Right? The path of the hero. The hero has to go through his trials in order to become the hero. He doesn't start out the hero. The tzaddik, sheva, yipul, tzaddik, vagom. He has to fall seven times, or in this case, 42 times to become the tzaddik. And he has to bring it up again and re- go through well, it. Well, by going through it, we are rescuing those holy sparks that are stuck there. Why does it say in the Torah that they went from A to B, from B to C? It, re- it repeats the where they left, where they left. Right, good question. So every station along the way is a, a separate aliquot of avoider. It's a separate challenge that you have to go through. Lishbo to break, ulahamtik and to sweeten, Kabbalistically, sweeten, et koachatuma bebechinas musiemis. It's an outrageous claim. And it's such a healing text. It means that everything you're going through, all the struggles you're going through, every challenge, and of course I'm thinking of my mother-in-law, every challenge that you are going through, the heart of the challenge, right, that is no accident. It is all planned because your soul requires to go through that challenge to sweeten because you're doing battle with some kind of mythical demonic force that the Abishta needs you for. Now we know why I needed the name for everyone. You could have just told me I have 42 stations. Go through each station. Whatever will happen to you will happen to you. What do I need the names? Kivros Atava, right? I don't need names. These are just desert oases that have no names. No one lived there. Where did they get the name? 
Ella Shehamakomos for Hashemus Hoyu Al P Inyan Hatikun Shenitrach Baosim. So that's like the anatomy of that organ is called that organ because of the physiology of its function. The anatomy of that oasis and why it was called that had to do with the actual function of the tikkun that you had to go through in that place. Second generation Hasidic master. So therefore, language has a mystical quality to it. And if I name something, it's not just, oh, that's, you know, Chicago, because some Native American. No, that has, because the letter C-H-I-C-A-G-O, right? When they are combined in Hebrew, those Hebrew letters have potencies, mystical potencies. And therefore, by them calling it Kivrosa Tava, the word Tava originally had to do with lust, and the burial of the lust had to do with what we had to do in that particular place to get through that place. And Reb Mechelov's Lodger says that has to do with the letter combination mysticism of the Tsirufim of those osiers. Of Pisa, Yisporo, Psukim, Eile, Masa, Bnei, Zol, Asheyot, Sumerz, Mitzrayim, Litzivosom. Now he comes to the question, why the word Tsivosom? Just tell me you got out of Egypt. What do you have to tell me, Litzivosom? That is completely muyuta, it's redundant. Tsivosom, Heimu, Nitsutus, Akdosh, Shalo, Imchomasem. Ah, Tsivosom is not just, it has nothing to do with them. Litzivosom means to the function of rescuing the sparks that were enclosed in that place of Tumah on each one of those 42 stations. So he's completely retranslating. Litzivosom doesn't mean Tsivos, like a host of an army, but it has to do with the host of the sparks that were flying and trapped in the Sitra Akhra that needed rescuing by us suffering what we suffer for the Shekhinah. That word isn't a tutsu. Huh. Right, right. It's a different word. Huh. Wait. Because we were told in chapter 12 of Exodus, in HaChodesh HaZelochem, Yotsu called Tzivos Hashem Eretz Mitzrayim. So the Tzivosom had to do the Tzivos of Hashem. Tzivos Hashem could be us, B'nai Yisrael, or Achakav Katuv Otpam, Vayibe Etzem Ayom, Hoti Hashem Es B'nai Yisrael So why did I have the redundant posuk? You just told me that he went out with the Tzivos Hashem. Then he said the B'nai Yisrael went out of Mitzrayim. Clearly, the refer- they refer to two separate aspects. Elo Posuk or Rishon. The first one goes nothing to do with B'nai Yisrael. Al Pitzivos Hashem, that is the Nitzutzos that was stuck in Mitzrayim. They brought the tikkun to the whole of creation. Remember, we once said that there was 10 aspects of creation, ma'amarot. Then there were 10 plagues with the ma'amarot of the plagues were the aspect of decreation. world was destroyed. And then the aseris hadibros is the recreation of the moral universe. 10, 10, and 10. And the second posse, 
So therefore, the Netsutos Hakadoshos had to do it. And then they said, Biyad Moshe Aaron. That was redundant. You just got said, God took them out. What do you mean, Biyad Moshe and Aaron? Ki Yisrael lo yotu klal eze Netsutos aleim latakim. Because Am Yisrael didn't know. I, I come to a place. I got a new challenge. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. What am I here? I'm, I'm stuck in, my plane was delayed. I'm stuck in New Jersey. I mean, who wants to be stuck in New Jersey? And that's the, it's Nobody. the armpits of America, right? So, so I don't know why I'm stuck, right? So I need, I need a Rebbe to tell me you're stuck in Jersey because this is what you have to do. There's a little old man who's in the airport who's broke and needs your pair of tefillin, whatever, right? I need a, a spirit guide. That's what this is. I need a spirit guide to tell me you wouldn't know you're stuck in jail. How could you know why you're in jail? I got to tell you why you are there, what you have to come out through. Okay. And in light of the Baal Shem Tov's absolutely dazzling uh, instruction to us that we, each of us, have to go through those 42 stations. So he now brings it down to the individual level. Hmm. That we go through these 42 journeys. Not only is there the Klipper and the Tumor, but it's muddy. It's gray. There's a mixture of the good and evil. We can't see the good for the good and the evil for the evil. We don't have that clarity of vision. So it comes along Baal Shem Tov and says that that's what you have, the 42 journeys. It's almost like going through every challenge slowly clarifies the Soilas from the Kedusha, the Tumah from the Tara, the good stuff from the bad stuff. There's a process of clarification as you go through the steps. As you know, you learn who you are. What is your purpose in this world? What is your tikkun? That a person has to to purify the mixture of tovarah. It's unique, only to you. Only you have that particular mixture, that chemical composition. According to your genetic spiritual makeup. The Arizal is quote called Yom Viyom Vesha Vesha Eina Dome Kolachas Lechaverto Miyom Brias Holom Hala. And the Arizal makes the outrageous claim that spiritually we are, we are in a timeline that unfolds and no one aliquot of time is re, uh, similar to the one prior to it, from the be- beginning of creation and to the end of creation. Vachain Ein Dome. Adam la Adam. Look how individualistic he is, right? No two men are alike. Miyombrius Adam vahala from the original creation of man. Ve'ain Adam echod yochol atakin matakin. So I'm seeing you shockling and doing your avoda. I can't be copying you. I have to follow my own path mm-hmm. because my tikkun is different to your tikkun. Mm-hmm. Because every soul has a particular composition of sparks that fell in the Shviras HaKalim to his particular soul imprint, and he has to fix that. So you have to fix that which comes from that root of your particular world which you stand in. But we still go, we all, every individual still goes through the same 
uh, 42 stations? No, they're generic, but they are individualistic. They're okay. generic in the sense there are like thousands of there people are visit Disneyland every day, but or they each have their own. Experience everyone has there. a milestone. Everyone has a bar mitzvah and a wedding and a birth and a, yeah. and and reaches their 50th and 60th. Everyone has these milestones, but they're different. Okay. And not only that, as you go through these 42 journeys in time, every hour, every minute, every day is different. According to that. So now I can go back to my rage attack at uh, Dunkin' Donuts and understand that that was sent to me because I'm still suffering from that meter of cars. And that was sent to me so that I could feel such a hypocrite today telling you about this particular thing because I myself succumbed to the cars at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> What hypocrisy. What I'm telling you something <coughs> that I myself suffered myself this morning, buying my Dunkin' Donuts. How do you fix that up? Because <laughs> the shame I'm feeling right now as a hypocrite is the fixing. <laughs> so you have a unique mission in this moment in time that will pass and will never come back. Because the Abishta never created anything for waste. You were only created for this thing. There was no reason for your creation other than for the tikkun of this moment. And not only that, you've been given the conditions, the right conditions, and the koach, um, the inner spiritual power to actually fulfill the shlichus, right? You are an emissary. To fulfill the emissary that you had in this challenge at this moment. Don't say, I'm overcome, I'm an addict, I can't have any power. No, you're given the power and the conditions by which you can fix this. Hmm. So this is the Indian of the 42 masos. Not the promised land, but his tikkun. The promised land is now taken in, internalized. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is the moment of your birth in a place of Tumah. And the promised land is the final tikkun of your neshama that you have to do to Ba'amale, the Nitzutzos, that you were given to rescue, as we say by the Brib Nachman, by the lost princess, right? She's lying in a swoon in the water castle. And I can fix her because I know the koach of the ten pulses from the tikkunim, right? I know the ten pulses of the malady. So I can diagnose the lost princess, the Shekhinah Dosha, because I know that the ten spheres that are being taken into the dark side, I know how to rescue them. Every neshama of Yehudi is a full, completed world. And God didn't give up on anybody. So he ends up, and that's why the Torah writes, That's why he, the Torah says it in that particular expression. This is an eternal journeying. Yochid, Oyved, Membeis Masos, Kedele Shalmatikuna. 
Umasaot elu kashimiot. That's what makes him a Rebbe and not a Musa. That's what makes this Hasidus and not Musa. And he's holding you in his hand and says, I want you to know that these journeys and these milestones are very hard. That that wilderness was a place of demonic forces. Every individual has to go through those 42 journeys of scorpions and serpents and demonic. Does it get any easier? <laughs> yeah. What does the Rebbe say? Why should it get any easier? Right. That's what the Rebbe says. So then he says that, um, why do they say that in this Pasha are hidden? The, the, the most exalted Kavonas. He says the Chazal say in the Gemara in Shabbos 105a, Onochi Hashem Elokecha. Why does it say Onochi instead of Ani? Because Onochi is the notarikon, it is the rep, it's the presentation of the words, Ononafshi Kasavis Yehovis, meaning HaKadosh Baruch who signs himself like in a love poem. Right, you can tell a love poem because you're writing yourself into the words. So in these 42 stations and in these 42 names, not only is there the local understanding of what's happening geographically, not only is there the understanding that this is a roadmap for you, but now we're going on to the highest level is that I'm actually telling you something about myself. And what's that? Then he comes out with this final note, and I'll end with that, that the Yehudi has to believe that this is a sacred text. What makes it sacred is that the divine is incarnated in the letters and the way they are arranged. And as he's learning this, what looks like just a list of names on the way, a list of motels in the oasis along the way, but he is mamin, as it says in the Zoya, the idiots say that the Torah is just a bunch of storytelling. Mamin, but he believes, that I believe that the Abishta is mamish in that text. That the Torah is perfect. And we don't even understand the surface, the scratch level of it. Now he comes on again with that equivalence of individuality. Just like there are 600,000 letters in the Torah. Equivalent to the 600,000 souls, we have to understand that every every taich has 600,000, as if to say, interpretations. 
Shehi ain't sof. So just like the Abishtah is infinite, so the in the understanding of Torah and its interpretation is infinite. The Chayin Gam Yisrael Heim Lamal Masoka, Kemosh Omer Ravakosh Reboruch of Mezhibosh. That Am Yisrael is also infinite, not just in the numbers, but it's in uh, its ability to connect with the divine and with its Torah. Sheiyev Shel Hasbil Yehudi Mahu Yehudi. I can't explain to you that a Yid is a Yid. What does that mean to be a Yid? You cannot explain it. It is infinite. Shehashorish Kol Yehudi Hu Chelak Alakaimimal. That if the Shorish of every Yid, and to believe this is the hardest thing, because if you have low self-esteem, how could you believe that you are a Yid and inside you is a Chelak Alakaimimal? Hanimtsuba Vezois Eif Shelahasig. It's beyond rationality. It's a non-rational claim. Veiif Shelahasbeir Vaderach Hayechidi. So the only way to come close to understanding the depth of yourself, he ho'emuna, is this irrational, non-rational faith. Masha Yehudi Mamin, what is the act of faith? Shekemoshe kuchibrichu hu ein sof, just like the Abishta is ein sof, infinite. Kach oiraisa Yisrael, so too. Am Yisrael and the Torah is infinite. Sheho'emuna hi gamkein bechines hasoka. And that is what you are struggling with to get to the stage, the, that, this fits in. Well, let me. That, that's I not a segue. Let me that's like a. Let me finish. Come on, let me finish. This is the final glue that brings this whole thing together. So it that's doesn't. what makes it such a majestic essay. It doesn't. It's like. Let me finish. Preach it, brother. <laughs> preach it, brother. <laughs> He's saying that we started out with the in, irrationality of Bible lists, lists of genealogy, lists of massa art, right? Then he goes through the drush of the Masa'at affects each of us on an existential level. And then he shows us that that is actually occurring at the sod level of, of the Zoya and the, and, and the secrets of Torah. And then he comes back and says, but well, let me step back because he's a literature chassid, right? Let me step back and let me understand using the claw. The only thing that puts this all together is to the understanding, uh-oh, it's not rational. It's a non-rational understanding. That's what Emuna is. That just like the Torah is not a text, or like the Code of Hammurabi or the Nag Hammadi text, or kind of Sumerian ancient tablets that show these same lists, it's not just a psychological text that talks to me about the archetypal journeys along my way. It's not just about the Nitzutsin Hagadoshin, but there's an infinity, like the divine is infinite, this Torah and its interpretations are infinitive, and they lead me to the final understanding of who I am, which is this is now a text that is a roadmap to understand the anatomy and physiology of my neshama, which is what? Infinite.